get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. I'm all right. Dude, stop crying about it already. Brian, did you go get him tissues or no? No, he just he needs to ban up here, man. It's okay. I'm all right. Missouri basketball has me down a little bit today, but I'm going to be okay. Seriously. And our next guest Seriously. is going to help me out. They won't win seven games. Or five. <laughs> They're at four. They're going to win another game this year. Tanner. Are we sure? Nice. <laughs> I don't know. My guy, Ben Heisler, via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Live, joining us now. He's the managing editor for BetSided. You can follow him on Twitter, at Benny Heis. Heiss, coming into this season, you had high hopes for your football team. It was Indiana, the University of Indiana. You told me I should bet on them against Iowa because they had all this returning production coming back, and they ended up winning two games this year. So you understand the hurt that I am feeling right now as a Mizzou fan that had a little bit of hope after their first game this season, and now all of that has washed away as I watch a repeat of the Kim Anderson era 2.0. How do I cope with this? How would you cope with Indiana? How do I cope with Mizzou this year? Uh, well, I had two screaming children running around. So I'm I was not doing that. That's a great coping say, don't, mechanism. Don't, I was going to say, don't do that, but it will make you forget about the struggles of a team that has long broken your heart year after year after year. And you also have to remember, too, I grew up in Chicago as a Cup fan. So, like, this heartbreak of consistency is something that I'm very, very familiar with. So nice. I'm a Mizzou fan. Success. You think I'm not used to that? Uh, you know what? That's a perfectly fair point. But again, I... <laughs> I, listen, I, I think there's there's a little bit of, of kindred spirits from the Mizzou family and the Indiana family, and I think the only time that those paths crossed was the one time that Indiana came into Perot Field and beat them, and I happened to be at that game. So I was able to talk uh, talk a little stuff, but uh, it didn't end up working out for very long. So I would just say, listen, you you got some exciting things happening in your life. By, by the time you kind of realize everything that's gone through, uh, the season will be over, and then you can start thinking about next year and have several months of optimism ahead. Heis, I think that's great advice. So I think BK should just ha- have a baby with Stop. Caro so that they don't have Stop. to worry about the Mizzou basketball this anymore. stupid team's playing Kansas this year. Of all times to restore that rivalry, they had to do it now. Heis, let's do this. Let's let's see if we can make BK cry anymore. Tell me why the Denver Broncos oh. are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. I, I, I don't think they're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, but I would be stunned if they do not cover against the Kansas City Chiefs. Have you guys seen the numbers? <laughs> On Teddy Bridgewater in these types of scenarios, they're flat out ridiculous. I think he's twenty and five as a road underdog, and I think he's only lost twice against the spread in about fourteen games uh, as a road underdog of three or more points. The guy is absolutely incredible when it comes to covering the spread. And Denver, for as inconsistent as they've been, you still have to look at Kansas City and say, even though the defense has been a little bit better. They're still the team that has some noticeable flaws. They're still a team that is struggling to find some consistent identity in the run game. Denver's been very good at shutting down the passes of late. I think it's going to be a little bit of a slot fest. You have wins that could get up to upwards of 10 to 15 miles per hour. The total in this game is not typical of what we would see for a Kansas City Chiefs game. It's sitting around 47. It's down from 48. 
So I, I think you're going to see a defensive battle. The Chiefs ultimately win. Andy Reid's 19 and three coming off the bye straight up, but he's only six and six over his last 12 games off the bye against the spread. So I, I think you're seeing a close game. Kansas City ultimately wins because you know they keep finding ways to beat Denver. They've done it six consecutive times since 2015. But yeah, no no cries for BK as long as he's not betting on Kansas City. Let's be honest. Kansas City always has teams cover against them this season. That's a fair point. They have not been great against the spread for a little while now. Uh, I think they're going to win that one heist. And this year in the NFL, all they've got to do is win because style points don't matter. Too many teams are losing these games against opponents that they have not uh, or they should not be losing to. I did want to ask you about one of the games on uh, uh, that I'm most excited for on Sunday, and that's Chargers going into Cincinnati to play against the Bengals. Bengals are a three-point home favorite in this one, which basically means Vegas is telling you, hey, it's the three points for being at home. We think these teams are basically the same. Do you have a lean on which side you like between the Chargers and the Bengals? Yes, but only because I feel like too many people are on the Bengals and the number moved from two and a half up to three fairly quickly, and that's been where it stood over the last you know couple couple of days it we know the recipe for success for the Bengals this year it's been run through joe mixon open up passing avenues for burrow to find jamar chase deep the different thing is that burrow has actually been very turnover prone this year he's thrown 12 interceptions that's tied for second most in the league and you also know the the caveat for success against the chargers is to run the ball so it just seems so natural that the Bengals would do what they do best and run the ball effectively against the Chargers team that's been bottom three at stopping the run all season long. But the Chargers are one of those teams where just when you kind of think you figured them out, they go ahead and zag while everybody else is zagging. I think Herbert ends up having a pretty nice day. I think both the quarterbacks are going to be in line for a bit of a shootout just because they're going to game plan for the other way around and it's not going to work. I think you're going to have a lot of stack boxes in this game. Uh, Herbert's going to have to go deep. And, and the Chargers are also one of those teams that just because they're traveling from the West Coast to the East Coast, you would normally give that to be a bigger advantage for the home team. But they've always seemed to, to play well in these particular spots. But the public is very heavy on Cincinnati, and yet the line really hasn't moved. So in the event that this game goes to Cincinnati minus 3.5, I will be all over the Chargers. But for now, it's a lean on L.A. to be able to go ahead and get the job done on the road. Heist, the one that's confusing to me, and the Patriots have been dominating over the last few weeks, they're a a two-and-a-half-point underdog against the Bills. And the Bills, we've seen some good, we've seen some bad. Why are the Bills the favorite in this one? I still think it's because of the the home advantage and because the Bills were power-ranked by so many of these Las Vegas sports books uh, as the better team coming into the season. If you still look at the futures market for as good as the Patriots have been, they opened up at a lot of sports books at around, you know, 50 to 1, 40 to 1, worked their way down to 20 to 1. And, and now they're maybe sitting around, you know, plus 1,200 or so, 12 to 1, 14 to 1. Uh, Buffalo is still in that, you know, single number range, 7.5 to 1, 8 to 1, 10 to 1 at some sports books. Um, they've been up and down, and there have been times where they have looked like complete trash on the offensive side of the ball. Josh Allen has thrown some bad interceptions, but they've also had games where they've looked like the best team in the NFL. I think they're looking at it from the perspective of if this game was in New England, the Patriots would probably be favored by two and a half or three. And again, that's also something to consider as well, guys, that even though you still have the aspect of home field advantage, road teams have actually been better both straight up and against the spread this year. Against the spread, they're covering at about a 58% clip. 
And underdogs against the spread this year are covering right around 57%. It's been that kind of a season. Uh, but I, I, I look at the Patriots, and yeah, they've been red hot, but there haven't been a whole lot of impressive teams that they've beaten along the way. Now, maybe you can make a similar argument for Buffalo, uh, with the exception of uh, that game against Kansas City where they came out and throttled the Chiefs. But I I think the line makes sense for Buffalo. They clearly know it's an opportunity for them where if they don't win this game, the Patriots end up running away with this division. Uh, And so I think Buffalo comes out ready on a Monday night. still probably a close game because the Patriots' defense is among the best in the league, if not the best. Uh, But I think it's going to be a close one, probably a lower-scoring affair, something along the lines of a 23-20 type game would make a lot of sense. Uh, I I think the line is probably right where it should be. Final question that I've got for Ben Heisler, the managing editor over at BetSider. You should give him a follow on Twitter. He's at Benny Heis. Heis, if you had to pick one upset going into this weekend, who would you go with? It's kind of hard to, to label one this weekend, but who would you like if you had to take one? That's a really, really tough question. The thing is, like, upsets have just been so prevalent all season long. Like, we've been trying to find the sort of exact area of, of where a lot of these matchups need to take place. Um, you know, I, I think if you're talking about uh, one that maybe stands out, I, I still – this is going to sound weird, but I still have some faith that at some point Seattle starts to figure it out. And I lost in a pretty brutal fashion in Survivor last week, taking them on Monday night on the road against Washington. Uh, that was a pick game. Russell Wilson has the best record over the last 10 years in primetime games. Um, I, I think if I'm probably going to go with one, though, I give me the Chargers. That's, that's a, a three-point underdog heading to Cincinnati public all over the Bengals in this one. I also like the Steelers at plus three and a half at home against Baltimore. I know the big Ben is cooked, but he still has a couple flashes where all of a sudden he might look a tad bit younger and the Ravens defense guys, like it's not the typical Ravens defense that we've seen in the past. You're going to see points in this game from both sides of the ball. You're going to see a lot of movement. You're going to see big Ben actually go ahead and, and hit guys like, like chase Claypool downfield. Uh, the Ravens haven't been able to stop anybody in the passing game. So I, I think you look at them, three and a half at home in particular. And they've also done a good job of slowing down Lamar Jackson over in the four games that he started against them uh, really has been limited, very turnover prone. I look at Pittsburgh and I look at the, uh, the chargers as two upsets that I like in particular this week. Good because I picked the Ravens minus the four and a half points against the Steelers. So that's great. I, I'm happy to hear that from you today. Heist. Make him cry again. Heist. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. But listen, man, we, we, we talk in truth. That's all we do.